Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Happy to be back on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday that actually feels like summer, at least a nice, cool spring day. Let me not go so far as to say summer, but again, thank you and shout out to Podbean and Soundtrap for helping me bring you Messy Closet. Thank you guys all for listening. I'm at almost 30,000 downloads, thanks to all of you, and I really cannot tell you how much I appreciate you listening to what I have to say, and I have to say that this Grammy stuff is just giving me so much content right now because I get to look back to the 80s and 90s two. And the first thing that I want to start with is Bonnie Raitt. So you got a bunch of angry Beyonce fans out there and Jay-Z actually said something in People Magazine to the point of he wants the Grammys to get it right, that he's upset about album of the year, song of the year, and you know, everyone out there that's millennials and Gen Z are saying, who is this woman? Who is Bonnie Raitt? Well, she is one of the most prolific songwriters of our time and has been in the music business uncompromised for a really, really long time. So Bonnie Raitt's first album was released in 1971 and it was her self-titled debut album. And then she released a series of critically acclaimed Roots-influenced album incorporating elements of blues, rock, folk, and country. She said she doesn't write many songs, but when she does, they come from her soul. And that is what we all feel when we listen to Bonnie Raitt, and she was huge in the 90s, huge. But her first hit song was in 1973. It's called Runaway, and it's a reworking of Del Shannon's song. And that song actually played four years later in 1977. And that was off of her album, Sweet Forgiveness. But her 90s hits, especially for Gen Xers, are Something to Talk About, I Can't Make You Love Me, Love Sneaking Up On You, Not The Only One, and You Got It from Boys On The Side. I adore that movie. Now, when Bonnie Raitt writes a song, you feel it in your soul. And if you are unfamiliar with something to talk about, just go check out the movie Step Brothers, right? So Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are hanging out in the room and they just decide that they're best friends because they like velociraptors. I have seen this movie so many times, so many times. <laughs> I, I love it. Like seriously though, it's on like five, six times a week, all the time. So you just gotta catch it once. It's one of my feel-good movies. And I love that John C. Riley is wearing a Milford, Pennsylvania t-shirt in the movie because that is where I grew up vacationing at Malibu Dude Ranch with Melinda and my sister and her sisters. And it was just a great time. 
Anyway, so back to the scene where he's talking about how he was bullied, Will Ferrell, right? He was bullied off of stage, or his character was, and it was like the talent show, the whole deal, and he doesn't want to sing in front of people anymore. And John C. Riley says, no, 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 I want to hear you sing, or whatever it is. I'm, you know, paraphrasing the whole thing. But he starts singing this rendition of something to talk about and then he starts riffing at the end like he did not make that up he did not just magically write a song and then start riffing at the end of it to make it look like you know it was something that just was was made up for the movie was just like improvised no that's the bonnie Raitt song something to talk about that is the song that described his voice as a mix between Jesus and Fergie. Bonnie Raitt gave us a mix between Jesus and Fergie. Do you get it? So this is who this woman is. She's immortalized because she writes such good music. So even to just make it into a movie like that, to me, is so significant because what a great song. And, you know, They were in their 40s in that movie, so that's like about our age, like a Gen X thing, right? So it's like they're bringing in one of the songs from our youth that we all loved. We all sang that song. We all sang Bonnie Raitt songs. So she's not who is this unknown woman who won a Grammy for Song of the Year. It's Bonnie Raitt won an award for Song of the Year because she wrote an amazing song just like that amazing and beautiful song just like all of her other ones so she's been writing songs since before some of you were even born she's been writing songs since before i was born but i'm sorry that your favorite artist beyonce didn't win everything because you think that she should because jay-z thinks her her songs are played in all the clubs but not everybody goes to clubs not everybody cares Not everybody is out having a party all the time. Not everybody's a multi-billionaire that can just go to the club all the time because you got money rolling in from all over the place. I mean, we know Beyonce doesn't write the songs, right? This is why she doesn't win all of the awards because she wants credit for things according to blind items for what she's doing she's just giving her voice she doesn't play an instrument and there's nothing wrong with being a vocalist. She is an amazing vocalist. But maybe someone that writes the lyrics and the melody and then plays it and puts it together and sings it as well deserves an award. And it's the same thing with Harry Styles, you know? He deserved his win and that's it. Beyonce's not the most amazing performer ever. It's like some of you don't even know that Whitney Houston existed. Some of you don't know that Dolly Parton exists. There are so many other female performers that are, you know, beyond talented to what you think Beyonce is. And it's just getting to the point of where, you know, you reach some sort of like superstar status where you just believe that every award should be given to you whether you deserve it or not. And that's like the millennial thing. Well, I'm here. Where's my award? I know other people are here, but I don't care. Where's my award? Like, please stop. Please stop. Please get over it, everybody, because Bonnie Raitt deserved it. And that's it. Congratulations. I love all of her music.
And I'm going to go listen to some right now after this podcast. I mean, if you look on TikTok, there's Uncle Ron, who is Jay-Z's former bodyguard, who's making a bunch of claims about how many people they have stepped on and careers that they've ruined over the years. And he said he doesn't care about being sued and he's got his own money and, you know, he doesn't need anything. And he's out there telling the truth because he feels it needs to be told. Now, you know, I don't know anything about who the person is, but he says he has the receipts. So, you know, I'm just going to follow this a little bit closely. But, you know, it's so funny how this guy came out and it was before the Grammys. He was saying things and he said he was putting up a video on February 3rd, which I have not quite found yet, but deepening into the allegations. And he's just unapologetically speaking as Beyonce shows up late to the awards, as there's blind items saying that she wanted to be ensured she was going to win big. When she didn't, people heckled Harry Styles walked out. People were saying she should have won. Jay-Z's putting an article in people saying that they should get it right. I mean, I think that the house of cards on a lot of people who have become really powerful is going to start to crumble because it's really a lot of responsibility and a great amount of power. And with great power, there comes great responsibility to act in the manner that you deserve that power. You deserve that position. You deserve that entitlement. And as great as awards are, they aren't necessary. I have one from high school. I don't even know why I got it. It was called the Edith Collins School Service Award. And apparently I was did great things in the school to get this award. I don't even know what I did. I didn't even want to be there. So that's why I'm saying like, Awards are kind of meaningful and kind of meaningless sometimes because sometimes you don't know why you even got one or deserved one. Sometimes you feel like you didn't deserve it. And that's, I guess that's what being humble is. You know, you can't take them all home. And everybody has to stop trying to fight this fight and, you know, boycott things and call out the Grammys for being unfair because your favorite artist didn't win all of the awards. It's just this award show happens to go by votes and the votes were not for her and that's just fair. Majority rules. So, you know, as much as I've liked a lot of Beyonce's stuff, there's some stuff of hers I haven't liked. I don't think she's like the most amazing performer. All of her dances Every single one of them, all the Super Bowls, almost looks identical, except for like how the placement of the dancers changes. It's all the same. You know, how do you know she's not giving us like a Millie Vanilli and that's not really her voice? Would you die to find out that Beyonce's voice is not Beyonce's and it's like, you know, some woman deemed too unattractive for the record industry, you never know. I don't know, crazy conspiracy theory, take that with a grain of salt. Just had to throw that out there. So yeah, I mean, just getting back to Bonnie Raitt deserving the award. You know, people are also going on about like her age. She's too old. I'm sorry, she's an original. She's an original creator. And speaking of 
ageism and misogyny, Madonna has a lot, a lot to say about her critics. And I agree with her. You might not like the way she looks, but you don't have to speak about it. Like, let's look in the mirror before you criticize someone else's looks, because there's all things we all don't like about ourselves. There's a million things we can pick out about ourselves that we don't like. And she's just, you know, got some thoughts on this. And she said, I quote, it was an honor for me to introduce Kim Petras and Sam Smith at the Grammys. I wanted to give the last award, which was album of the year, but I thought that it was more important that I present the first trans woman performing at the Grammys, a historic making moment. And on top of that, she won a Grammy. Madonna continues, instead of focusing on what I said in my speech, which was about giving thanks for the fearlessness of artists like Sam and Kim, many people chose to only talk about close-up photos of me taken with a long lens camera by a press photographer that would distort anyone's face. Once again, I am caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny that permeates the world we live in. A world that refuses to celebrate women past the age of 45 and feels the need to punish her if she continues to be strong-willed, hardworking, and adventurous. And she is not wrong because they also criticized her outfit, which was such a brilliant, brilliant 90s throwback. I loved her hair. And there was a blind item that I did read saying that Madonna did not want any close-ups of her face. And again, this could be put out there by someone who has a bone to pick with her too. Because remember, blind items are also PR from either the stars themselves or someone opposing what they're saying and doing to want to cast a shadow on their light. You know, it's a cutthroat world out there, especially in Hollywood, right? But the thing is, those lenses do distort things. If you've ever seen pictures from far away and you're trying to prove that it is someone you can't because it's too blurred, it's too this, it's too that. Plus, there's a lot of Photoshop. You really have no idea if that was exaggerated in Photoshop or not because she did not look on camera the way she looked in that picture. And people will, for money, distort things to paint anyone in an unflattering light. And it's just not fair. I mean, if you want to grow old with gray hair and wrinkles and never put on a stitch of makeup as a woman, you should be able to do that. If you want to get facials weekly and not have Botox, but have the best skin that you could possibly have as you age, you should do that. And if you choose to get Botox, Restylane, or any kind of injections in your face or your lips or anywhere else to make you feel good about aging, you should be able to do that. I'm not here to trash anybody for making the choices that make them happy. And, you know, Hollywood is a world that we don't live in, but aging seems to be a really bad thing in Hollywood. 
I mean, aging seems to be a bad thing all around. I had a podcast where I was just angry that a bunch of millennials and Gen Zs are telling us to get off of social media and calling us geriatrics. Like, we wouldn't act that way towards older people. I think that if we had the internet back in the 80s and 90s, our sarcasm would have come across, but I don't think that we ever would have been disrespectful the way that we see it, especially to celebrities, because, you know, we really did look up to and admire a lot of celebrities. And there's a ton of, you know, videos out there with conspiracy theories about who is a child exploiter, let's put it that way, in Hollywood, and why you should hate this actor or this actor. But there's no actual proof. And making these statements is an act of malice. I know, I know, I know, right? All my critics are going to be like, but who's on the Jeffrey Epstein flight list? Now, just because you're on them doesn't mean you went there willingly. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not saying that every single person that's listed there went there willingly for reasons of being in control of something. I'm saying maybe some of them went there and they were not in control of what happened. And I know that everyone wants to know, but the privacy of people who may have been trafficked there also has to come into play. So I've seen, you know, even videos about like Madonna, let's get back to Madonna, about how, you know, she is in some way exploiting children and without proof, it's malice. And then you go off and say how bad she looks. Now, I understand that people want all the views on TikTok and all the likes and all the duets and all the things that you want and, you know, your 15 minutes of fame, but not by hurting other people and trashing their reputation without proof. Bring the receipts, right? This Uncle Ron guy with Jay-Z and Beyonce, and he's also talking about Diddy too. He says he has receipts. I want to see them before I'm going to really like, you know, look into this more because then everything is just alleged he said she said and some of what he's saying is really damaging so if you have the receipts great but if you don't go do something else like don't go making videos so that people can agree with your conspiracy theories to trash a person you don't know because you choose to believe something about them that is most likely not true You know that uh, saying, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle? That was Socrates. So that's ancient Greek wisdom and knowledge. And as we progress on our spiritual journey, especially in your 40s, you look back on the things that you've said and done over your life and you really take stock of them. You're like, wow, I really did this. Wow, I really said this. But lucky for Generation X, we might have a journal that we can rip a page out of or cross out a few words or paragraphs. But you guys have it out there on Twitter, on TikTok, 
on Facebook, on Instagram, all your social media shows your nasty side. And I'm just going to say that I think, I think that shit's going to come back to bite you in the ass because maybe your tweets or your TikToks are going to make you unemployable because someone sees a really nasty side of you coming out, that you're being rude and ageist towards older people or you're the kind of person who will scream out that someone doesn't deserve something because your favorite person didn't win. These are not good character traits, friends. And one thing that Generation X did was we did spend a lot of time like with ourselves in our own heads. And, you know, we just... If we were an only child for a bit, you just you played alone like your parents didn't really sit on the floor and play with you. So you learned to use your imagination. And if you were having a problem, and you didn't want to talk to your parents about it. You would write maybe in your diary and maybe I would. And I still write in my journal and then I would go back and read it. And I would sit and think about what I wrote. And if it was a real problem, I would actually pick up a mirror and talk to myself and talk through my problem. So yeah, that's self-soothing. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, that's a form of abuse. But honestly, no, it's not. It made me so strong and secure within myself that I could handle problems without outside help unless like the problems are really serious and I did require help. So we're a lot different. And some people want to call Gen X like, trauma and you know we were sent outside all day and ignored and it's like yes and no because when you came home everyone was there your parents were there there was food on the table like I don't know I don't have complaints and gripes from that time in life I rather enjoyed it that's why I podcast about it but as we're getting older I see like with Madonna and with Bonnie Raitt this ageism taking over that older people don't deserve as much as younger people like someone like Madonna or someone like Bonnie Raitt hasn't given so much to the music and entertainment industry and they forged their own paths the story of Madonna's success is quite amazing the story of Bonnie Raitt's success is quite amazing and you're going to hear one of them on tomorrow's show and one of them on Friday's show because I want you to understand that simply because they're not the most popular in the club doesn't mean that their art hasn't meant something to so many people and how hard they've worked from the 70s and the 80s to still be so iconic today that they're winning awards and presenting awards and are able to be part of these historic events. We got to respect that. And part of the spiritual journey for everybody to learn is to respect other people. 
from the millennials and the Gen Zs who want every little feeling, no matter how big or small, validated. You sure have a funny way of showing your appreciation towards the people who paved the way for you to be this entitled. So with that... I am going to sign off and thank you all for listening to this episode of Messy Closet. And don't forget to keep art and keep love alive. 